Hello? Hello? Let me just... Hello? Hello? Let's see if it works. Right, we're live. Oh, we're live now? Yeah. Well, guys. Mm, sorry it's been um, a long time coming. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, don't worry. Titanic is coming. We've still got... Not literally. Not literally, but we've still got quite a bit of reading to do. So that'll come to you. We'll have to reread it. Um, but it'll come to you um, next week. At some point. But you'll let know. But today is all about mental health. And how you've been feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Both in a struggling some way. Yeah. Um. Aidan's got a few th <laughs> a few things on his mind that he wants to get off his chest. Is that mic working? I hope so. Because you look like a dickhead. <laughs> that one's working yeah, as well. But it's yours. Yeah. Yeah, it's working. Because you can hear it. Well, where shall I start? Um. Well. First of all, I haven't been feeling. I've been feeling too good for the past week or two. I think everybody that has what I have um, Asperger's syndrome, which is if you're not, if if you don't really know much about it, it's it's part it's a part of the autistic spectrum. the past few weeks I've been feeling like oh crap um, I've been having this voice inside my head um, telling me things that I shouldn't be really hearing or no human should be really hearing um, but for a person like myself to hear such a thing leaves me really vulnerable and that thing that I've been hearing is um, you should kill yourself. It's fucked up, right? I mean, that's all I've been hearing for the past few weeks. Uh, I've, I've had this voice all my life, um, ever since, um, ever since my teenage years, ever since my early 20s, ever since my early 30s that I'm in at the moment. Um, but it's been a while since I've had it like this, had it this bad and there's a reason for that and I'll get to that reason. You know the thing about this voice is it, it happens throughout the day. I wake up and you just suddenly don't, you, you know you don't, you know you're not, the way, you, how your energy is, how your, how your aura is, you know, how your, um, your body language will be throughout the day, you just, 
just know it. You just know how the day is going to be. Doesn't matter how many people you have a laugh with. Doesn't matter how many jokes people say and you, you, you kind of laugh. Um, most of the time you laugh to make them feel better. Uh, or to not have to make it awkward. To not tell them the truth and yeah. tell them how shit their joke is. You just go alone with it. So, when they walk away and you're left with your own thoughts again, it's still the same. You know, I know people say that laughing is the best medicine, and it is. But, sometimes there's, there's too much darkness for the light to get into. Yeah. And for the light to part. And, uh, you know, it's like when you're walking down a large tunnel with a torch. There's only so much light the torch can fill. And unfortunately, I am, feels like I'm in an abyss, I'm in a huge hole. And my torch is only small. So I only, I can't, so I'm not able to see everything. And that's how it feels. So it's a case of just going with it. It's a case of just hoping that I will see the light once again. It's been really sunny here and it's ironic really. You know, it's a massive contradiction. It's really light but I'm feeling really dark. It's just annoying how it's a beautiful day and I'm struggling in here. And I can't seem to enjoy it because I am struggling mentally. The reason for this situation that has happened at my workplace recently. <coughs> um, I had a job interview for the same job but for more hours. I've been asking for more hours for a long time. <coughs> and uh, the interview went well. which every autistic people will know about. The job on the website that I applied for didn't really explain itself very well. It didn't explain the shit pattern very well. Yeah, and I can, I can vouch for that as well. Yeah. Because obviously I went for the same job. Um, it's been my experience that not a lot of jobs explain the actual daily routine that would be asked of them very well. Yeah. So. And if it really, and if it does on a rare basis, it is usually those type of companies that would not that would rather not have someone who in their terms be like be a liability in other words they don't want to have to fork out like the expense or whatever it is to support that individual individual needs at that specific time so 
they need to be more elaborate on the description. Specified the times, and the important thing that that I need to get through to you is autism. Autism and changed really do not mix. And um, well, I've been working evenings now for the past.
for that to turn it while I had turned it down. Oh, so it has to be referred to a mental health counselor, which is in-house. So I'm going to speak to them about what I've been feeling for the past few weeks. Which I'd like to point out that for the whole time Aidan has been working there, and they've known about his Asperger's, but this is the only time they've ever mentioned to him, I will uh, refer you to a mental health professional. Right, so they've had a mental health professional in-house all this time. Which I find, which I find funny, they didn't mention it in the first place. So I find that funny, but, hopefully, the, this guy will help, the situation, hopefully. Hopefully it will be understanding. And, you know, it will put Aiden's mind at ease, or try to, but it probably won't, but... Am I, am I meant to have it written on my fucking forehead? Yeah, what am I, what am, how am I supposed to look? Really? What am I supposed to be doing to make it look like I've got Asperger's syndrome? I just act like myself, which is me, you know, I'm on. It's just really frustrating. Um, but, yeah, that's my past few weeks have been. Every day you wake up and you see. That's how it's been for 
out of nowhere, I, I know everything that works. I don't really want to talk to anyone, but I try to avoid people. I don't try to avoid speaking to people. Um, one of the, one of the workers said, said, are you alright? And I went, yeah, I'm not bad. And I just walked away. I remember when this was a few years ago. Me and Aidan were in town once, and we were uh, we were standing just uh, a few foot, a few a few short feet away from this bakery, and I was just browsing, and this woman who worked there said, "Can I help you?" And I went, "No." I didn't say it in a way of like pissed off. I said no, and she ran off, crying, or something. This was a lot. This was a few years back. Um, I was like, I only said no. No, I don't want cake. I'm just looking, looking at a bakery. But you know, but it goes into what you just said. Like, oh, you you won't get anything from me. You just get looks. That is if they say I can't be bothered right now. Like move along. But you know, it's just one of those things where, unfortunately, we have to deal with it. That outside people, the not the non-affected people, but they don't. I wouldn't say that they don't care. It's just that they care in their own way, which doesn't help. And you know, when he doesn't want to talk, they doesn't want to talk. And it's all about knowing someone well enough to render in a mood, leave them alone. Because if you try and talk to him and talk to him, it could go one or two ways. Well, one way. Um, they could be like, listen, I'm not in a good mood, so give me space. Or, if you bore, they could basically tell you to fuck off. In, as in a nice possible way. As nice as they can. Right. Which is why, you know, I keep myself to myself. You know, the only outlet for talking about these things is obviously what we're doing with the podcast. 
and obviously YouTube. Which this is my therapy. You know, every two weeks or whenever we feel like, you know, talking about mental health. Obviously, obviously we talk about other stuff. You know, I mean, you know, we've got Titanic coming next week, and then after that, we'll move on to something else. Not after, but we're trying to like obviously show you from our point of view, which again is our own, our own point of view, our experience of what it's like. You know, but speaking on mental health, um, have you heard of um, Demi Lovato? Yeah, she's relapsed after six years. Um, so now she's back on the drink. Um, she also suffers from depression, anxiety, you name it. Right? She's only 25. Yeah, she's been through so much. And. I'll, and I'll listen to the song and it hit a nerve with me not in the not in the same way as it was with addicts but the, the word sober can mean anything it doesn't have to be towards alcoholism yeah it's got a multiple multitude of meaning and no, it goes so. I mean, Stephen, six years, so she's 25, so she, when she first hit the scene, she was probably 18, 19, 20. When she, uh, she had the addiction before she became famous. And obviously, yeah. I mean, I watched the documentary she did on YouTube. And apparently, in one of the interviews he did, she was on cocaine. And it doesn't matter, and I said this in the post, it doesn't matter how fortunate you are, how wealthy you are, that doesn't mean anything. If you're not right up here. You know? And. It and yeah, she has a platform, and she speaks a lot about mental health. And I saw the numbers on the song, and quite a few people disliked the video. Disliked it. Yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna get that, but yeah, but see but just imagine how nervous she was right her anxiety would have been at a level right and to go out there right play the piano right sing and to have all those fans that still that still stuck with her to sing back sing along with her 
back to her goes to show that you know all of her fans know what she deals with and in one in the song it says Mama I'm not so sorry I'm not sure anymore um only when I'm lonely so all of this and what she goes through is only happens when she's lonely and it, it got me thinking where's her support network if she gets this low when she's lonely then you know I mean what do people expect a travel house full of people to keep a company you know what I mean I mean, constantly, and for her to, you wouldn't, when you have mental, when you have a mental illness, when you have depression, anxiety, or any other that, that one of those things, if you have a big network, you can't, you need to be alone at some point, because 
sometimes you need to sit down with yourself and see how you are. And you can't really do that when it's distractions. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know. Like, I could be wrong. And if anybody out there knows the answer to this, then please correct us. But, I don't think I am, but anyway. Um... I think I think that's the exact opposite for Demi. I think she copes a lot better when there's people around her. Yeah. yeah. Right. And when and I mean, if you didn't, I mean, some obviously, it's probably not a good point because I'm with uh, your feeling in a minute. But some people aren't. I mean, this is gonna sound harsh, so don't take this the wrong way. Yeah, don't take it literally. But some people can't. Aren't. They haven't got the right. Brave enough to yeah. be alone in this situation. I'm not, uh, you know, again, this might not be Demi Lovato. It might not be. But I'm just saying, some people can't stand to be alone because they are scared to face that voice inside their heads. Demon, so to speak, alone, and and it's true. Sometimes I feel insane. Sometimes I want people around me, but then I think uh, I've I've been fighting this alone for so long. With my friends number of my friends has declined rapidly for the past few years. I've lost a lot of people. Sometimes I regret it, sometimes I don't. Because I'm on another road to you. But that has affected me in a way where I think I need a balance in my life to have friends. So I have the, the amount of friends I did. But then I think that just probably made me feel worse. So I, that's what I decided. I decided to keep the friends, the friends I've got the same same number. I've only got probably a handful of friends. But that's I'm different to them. I work better probably when I'm by myself in a way, you know, and yes, okay, I've got, I've got Billy, and I've got a few other close friends that I can rely on, but that's what I really need. I don't know, I don't know if that's just my age, because I'm in my 30s that I feel that I don't need as many friends as I used to, but... Some people, some people don't really like them because they've been, they've been used to having so many people in their life for so long. And because the amount of people that they've had, they aren't used to a small number. Because Small number kind of 
scares them because if all those if that small number every single one of those people are busy and they've got no chance of having company. But when you've got a large amount of people, one or two or even three got a large family. I have really got a large immediate family, should I say. People that have got large families and they are close. No, I mean, you know, she even said it, uh, says it herself in the song, like, when I'm, lo like, when I'm lonely, is when it happens. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I hope she gets, Melanie, she gets his treatment. Because, you, because, you know, I'm not tempting to date, but, I wouldn't want another Amy Ranhouse type of situation because Amy Ranhouse herself is very talented. She was at the same same um, music music school as Adele. Yeah. So I hope Demi gets the treatment that she needs. No, because it's not uh, it's not a fun life having all of these problems. Plus, with her situation being like you know a singer, she's in demand, so she needs to be in the right frame of mind and in the right place. Because she written she wrote that song twenty four hours after. 
putting their album out. And from what I've read, well, from what I know, she was alone in a hotel room, I think. And she was like, just wrote it. No, she wanted to read it in the house, so. But, you know, if you want to get to know her uh, uh, background, then I do suggest you check out the um, YouTube documentary from Demi Lovato and she explains it but it's the whole mental health thing needs to have a big kick up the arse and I hope that with her song being out there I hope a lot of people like do their part because and I think I may have said it before but these celebrities have a huge following that if no one kicks up a stink long enough then the world isn't going to get around and more awareness need to be, need to be brought because this will only last for a sort of amount of, a sort of period and then people will just go about their normal daily lives which is unfortunate you know? I mean um, a 20 year old kid lost his life who's a TV actor can't remember his name but I know he's 20 years old Um. Yeah. You know, some people would say he added life together. You know, an actor. Right. Just because he may ha he may seem to have his life together, right. You only see what people in general put out. Right, that's only half. Or not even that. You know, like, we could put a picture up later on today. Right? A picture would only tell so much. You're not with that person 24-7. If you was, then I don't think you'd last long. And that's the thing with mental health. Mental health is not for everyone. Right, it's not for, it's not for your girlfriend, wife, to be in your head. Because they can't. They can't magically, you know, super like, Im magically, magically ripping, shrink them like a honey ass with the kids, and travel all the way into your brain to figure out what's happening, and then just put a lightning bolt, give it a shock, and wake you up. <laughs> 
they can't do that. That's how they used to do it a hundred plus years ago, because they thought that's what killed it. Or, you know, just electrocute them. That'll get rid of it. Rid of mental illness. No, it didn't. But, you can't cure mental illness. It's a part of you. From the moment you're born, till the day you leave this mortal realm. Or however you think it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but well, however, you, however you perceive this planet we're on. I know. Um, but. For those people who you know, don't have any mental illness, like, don't assume that everybody's life is perfect, because I guarantee it's not. We only we put up a mirage, right? Almost um, a prism. Right? We only reflect what you want to see. That's it. We don't show you the the dark side of us. Because one, that would scare a lot of people, and two, won't be nice. If you're just all moody fuckers in a bad mood, that won't be that won't <laughs> like do any good with it. What about you? Fuck off! Like you know, that won't be nice, would it? It won't be nice for nice for your co-workers, or if or if you're a patient, or if you're working off or if you're a patient. What's my not doing it? Fuck off! You know, because you'll be prone to saying stuff like, why don't you just drop dead? Yeah. Oh well. I'm not nice. Oh well, you're on the deathbed anyway, aren't you? You was the, you was the nice to be dealing with him. So yeah, that was that. This is my true stuff. Right. I'm a miserable fucking bastard. Right. If he sh- sold our true selves, no one would come near us. I mean, that would work out for me. <laughs>
just sit there. And just close my eyes and just listen to nothingness. Yeah. And that's what I do. I mean, I do that sometimes anyway. I meditate, but when you and then I just lose myself, and it's great. I do that at, sometimes at the end of my yoga. I do yoga every morning. And when I do that, it just feels great. You know, it feels amazing. I just stick a song on. Um, a meditation song. And I just close my eyes and I just listen. I would do that in that house, in that lonely house on that island. Hidden by the meditation. And I sit there and just close my eyes. But I can't do that. I can't open up another book. I'm, I'm not a wizard. No. I'm not a Dumbledore. Yeah. Or a Harry Potter. Or I mean, you know, I mean, it's like also, something else has happened this week. It's not to do with mental health, but, you know, it's, um, 12, ki- a football team oh, yeah. has gone missing in they've Thailand. Been, they've been found. Are they were they alive? Yeah. Well, what I want to know is, right? How the fuck did they swim to this cave, right? With their ba- with their bikes and lunch. Like, ask me that. Oh yeah, I want to take a bike. You know you get lo- you know you get weighed down, wouldn't you? Didn't well, I don't care. I didn't know they swam. There's no, there's an underwater cave. Well, you have to swim to get to a cave. And then the bikes swim. Yeah, bikes, runs. No, I don't know how I did it. No, I wouldn't have done that. There are twelve kids and a twenty-five-year-old who was minding them. Twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five-year-old. Twenty-five-year-old. Yeah. He went along as a guardian. I mean, <coughs> yeah. Chuck's boys must be rescued before water runs. The evacuation of the Chuck boys in a Thailand cave must speed up the country's interior monster. No, it wasn't, they didn't swim, they walked into the cave, with bikes. Okay, but even that was still, even that's dangerous. And then, and then the sea, and then the sea, and the tide came in. Was a bit of flipping all up then? Well, they've been saved. Have they? Yeah, they've been saved, it was on, it was on the news this morning. Oh. And, uh, oh this is nice. Woman arrested over murder of eight babies. Yeah, nice. Healthcare professional has been arrested on suspicion of murdering eight babies and attempting to kill six soldiers at hospital. Chelsea police said the woman's arrest was a significant forward, step forward in the investigation's death at the countless at the countess Chester's. Well, there's some nice people in this world. 
Yeah. How about I take someone who's like that? But anyway, you know, we went off topic there. Yeah. Um, Slight detour. Um, you know. When you, I mean, what bothers me about, about depression? The stuff that you enjoy to, to do, like, with me and my writing. The stuff that I enjoy doing. I struggle to do. I have a blockage. And, uh, it's, it feels like you've got, it's like your head's just been filled up with, I don't know, water or something. That's how I've been kind of feeling every time you wake up, you know, and then you just feel tired again. So you can't stop feeling tired. It's just constant drain. It's just a, you just feel drained through the day because your brain isn't waking up properly. I mean, I was knackered. Really tired, really tired, and uh, it was like I couldn't wake myself up. I really couldn't do it, no matter what I did, and that's how I felt. I mean, it was just it's like a like a, a it's like a hippo. I wondered where you'd gone then. <laughs> like a hippo, what the fuck? Yeah, well, I was just wondering where you're going. <laughs> hippo? It's like a hippo on your back and you're trying to carry it. But you can't, it's too heavy. They say exercise wakes you up, but carrying a hippo, that will make you up, that'll just break your back. Won't be able to fucking move. Especially if it's, it's in water. Well, I wouldn't want to be. No. I'd rather not get my head chopped off. I wouldn't want that fat belly on me. Try to attack me. No, no thanks. I'd rather be in the safe zone. It's not on the island. Yeah. Managers and your supervisors, you know. 
and uh, if you feel like they can't really listen, you're just going to go to work without, without a safety net. You know, you're just swimming. And you're swimming and you're swimming and you've got, and you start to drown and then there's nothing to help you stay above water because you feel like you've lost all your confidence in them you feel like you'll be wasting your time if you tell them that's why I'd rather ride the wave just ride with it because you know, try and stave off the incoming pursuit of darkness away for as long as you can. You know, that's what I try and do. I mean, at this moment, at this moment, how much of how much of your world is covered by? Ninety-five, five. Ninety-five, five. Ninety-five, dark, five percent light. Mm. Although I prefer darkness, to be honest. As I like to say, I was reborn in darkness. As I like to say. No, but, you know, that's what I've known, so, yeah, I'll come out, enjoy whatever's happening, but I'll just, I'll end up going back in, you know, not to say I don't enjoy the world, but what's left of it, anyway, um, no matter, I'll go away, come in as soon as I miss it, or Armageddon, fucking boulders coming at you, a thousand man an hour. Oh, I'll just have one last drink of whiskey <laughs> and then hit the sack. Like it, like it, like a, like a, like you're feeling Juju Carmoon. Like, yeah, death is coming. It is great. And then, poor you survive it. I'm not for fuck's sake. <laughs> you're like, Why me? <laughs> you look out the window, you're like. What? Why? I'll be like, I'll be like... I'll be like that cow, sir. Ah, fall out. The only guy left. Yeah. He'll yeah, be like... It's hard to me. Yeah, if I had this moment where the world was coming to an end, and I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I'm not in a good mood anyway. Yeah, come on. You know, I was going to kill myself anyway. But you're going to do it for me. Nice one. And then, boom, hits. And you're, you're like, 
The grass has died, the trees are dead, plant life is gone, every building has been destroyed, the, the sky is all a smoky, fiery colour. But yet yeah, I'm still alive, what the fuck is going on? Hello? And then a voice appears, you wanted to spare your life. If all that happened, there would probably be a red fucking mist in the sky. Right. Why did you want to spare me? If you wasn't feeling too good. That don't make fucking sense. You, I'm not feeling too good, so you kill everybody else but me. We've saved you a dog. Mate, we've I, I want to mate. Saved you, you've saved me a dog. What is this dog? It's a puppy. You know you like puppies. But there's no people. I mate, thought, I, I was looking. I thought you didn't like people. No, you did. What? What do you mean? I never said that. You said mate, you'd like to be alone, so I killed everyone. Mate, That's I was looking for. <laughs> mate, I was looking forward to dying five minutes ago. Right. <laughs> and now you ruined it. You ruined my existence. Oh, no, by the way, you cannot commit suicide because you cannot die. But can you die? This is shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're a knob. <laughs> Why am I a knob? You are. You've done this to me. I'm a human being. I need company. I need people. You fucking did this to me. But you said you didn't want people so I killed everyone. You did this to me. Dad. I thought it was said experience. So I never meant for you to kill everyone. Well, it's happened now, so... Well now you're gonna have to... So, why don't you just redid what you did? I can't. Why? Because I can't. Why? Question. Right, you're a spirit, yeah? <laughs> How could a spirit kill a living thing? I'm an awesome spirit. No, no, you're talking shit. <laughs> no, no spirit can kill a human being. You fucking plunker. No, you're not. <laughs> if God were alive, he'd be fucking 24. Anyway, <laughs> 24. <laughs> Why so specific? I don't know. 20 fucking four. Imagine that happens. If being re re resurrected, flipping Zeus. How about what do you want, Mr. Beard? With your fork. Who, who. Those films in that in that era is stupid. Like from the sixties, Zeus is all of is all of a sudden fucking mermaid. The man with the big fucking white beard and the flipping fork. I mean, I'm not wishing or hoping that the world would end, but you know, if it did. You know, I need to pay. I need to pay ten thousand pounds to be flipping. Um, 
putting an ice bucket and we reckon 200 years later so I could go into the future and be over 200 years old and there's actually a plant and there's actually a, um, a base in America that does that as well they cryogenically freezes you if you pay a certain amount so you'd want to be free, frozen. No, that's either one or two. I just want to been go out like a light or in a blaze of glory. <laughs> go and go and emerge with rampies of what's left. <laughs> yeah, that would be awful if he was still alive, wouldn't it? You're Adrian or Arnie. They're talking about making a new Rambo. I know, but. I guess, but do you know what is coming? What? Terminator 6. Yeah. Arnie, Linda Hamilton. Yep, it's the same cast. The same well, well, no, there's only two remaining yeah, survivors, but, but the rest are new. But, um, John Connor's mum, isn't it? Yeah, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, the same one. Sarah, is it? No. Sarah Connor. Yeah. She was, uh, she was married to uh, she was married to James Cameron for three years. Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines, yeah. That was shit. It was shit. Uh, Flipping Christian Bale. No, that was Christian Bale. That was four. Salvation. Oh yeah. The third one. Had Matrix in it. Imagine that Terminator. Did yeah. you thought it was Arnie? But it wasn't. It was Arnie. No, it wasn't. They said it was CGI. It was Arnie. CGI. Yeah, but that wasn't his body, that was Axe's body. They yeah. just see Jaddy's face. That's what I meant. <laughs> but it wasn't Arnie, but it just looked weird. But anyway. Look, anyway, that can't be Arnie, because Arnie didn't have that fucking body. I just meant his face. But anyway. Oh, that, it plastic. that was four. Oh! Rise of the Machines was three, and. You know. Terminator comes back and he goes to John Connor and goes, are you John Connor? And John Connor goes, so what if I am? I don't know. And Terminator goes, come with me. He's like, hey, get off me. He grabs him. Yeah. He pulls him in a massive, like, puts him in a truck with the girl. And he gets in and he's like, hey, can you let me out of here? He's like, relax. He's like, hey. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what timeline they'll, they'll be doing for Terminator 6. I haven't seen Genesis. That was alright. So people said it was confusing because it was guy, a bit. The guy that came from the future ended up being the bad guy, right? No, if I remember this correctly, Genesis was where that old Arnie from Terminator One came back. And uh, and the Terminator from the future went back to stop. I don't fucking know. Fuck? I don't know. That's what I remember. What the fuck? That's that's fucking. They did a the world reversal. So I don't know what they're doing. So I don't know what they're planning for Terminator Six. So when did that come out? Two thousand fifteen. I think so. Question mark. I think. Anyway. But so. The old Terminator, the evil Terminator, the 
Terminator that wanted to kill John Connor. Right? Because he was going to be the leader of the resistance in the future. Right? He comes back from God knows. Yeah. Right? From a different timeline. Yeah. To stop, to kill John Connor. To kill, basically, the people. Yeah. Can, right? But the good guy Terminator, the one that was. That, the one that was turned into a good guy in Terminator 2, he comes back to stop the one from Terminator 1. Yeah. <sighs> I can't wait. I, I, but, I mean, Terminator series is coming out next year, I think. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy Terminator 1 and 2. I did. Judgment Day was really good. I love I loved Liquid Man. That was awesome. And I love the scene where he's been, he risks his own life to save the family. Yeah. Killed Liquid Man and he sticks his phone up like that. Like, doo doo Yeah. Doo. I cried that. I cried at that moment. I was about eight years old, seven years old. Because um, Terminator 1 came out in 1986, 7, something like that. No. When did it come out? 1985. The year I was born. And the second one came out in the late 80s, didn't it? 88, 89, something like that. What, the second one? Yeah. No. Didn't, that didn't come out in the 80s. 90s? No. Late 90s. Judgment Day came out in the late 90s. You sure? But, yeah. Well, sure uh, early, to late, early to late 90s, Terminator 2 came out. It came out in 1997. Terminator 2 did. 1991. Well, I was in the ballpark then. Well, I did say early oh, to late... It was way I, off. No, I said early, 90, early to mid-90s. Oh, late 90s. late 90s, you fucking nuts. But anyway, um, I was about... Ooh, I was six seven then. ...when I watched that. Obviously it came out when I was four, but mum wouldn't want me to watch that when I was four. I was about seven. Not like that makes it any better. Yeah. When I first seen it. Yeah, that part made me cry. <coughs> I love Terminator. Leave if you want to move. Oh, about none. But, Rise of the Machines came out in 2003. Yeah, so four, ten years later. I was so hyped for that film. Twelve years. I was so hyped for that film, I was like, awesome man, Terminator's coming back, yes! So I went to see that, I think it was Jason, um, and uh, it was shit. The film was terrible, I mean, I hated it. You know, I just couldn't believe how disappointed I was. The ending was just... Basically they went to this... Nuclear, they went to this bunker. If you can call it that. Yeah, but it was a bunker, wasn't it? Yeah, more or and less. And all the robots fired off their missiles. missiles and the world came to the book ten. And John Connor was saved. With his missus. With that woman he was with at the time. Um, 
the Terminator didn't stay in with them. He stayed outside. And John was like, hey, come with us. And he was like, no, I can't. I think he explained why he couldn't. But anyway, he dies. Because he didn't allow himself to be in there with them for some reason. Oh, you know about when they went back to the whole Skynet base? Yeah, the, the end film. The military. Yeah, the, the end film. Oh, yeah. The end film was, he got them to safety, but he didn't go in there with them. No. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And uh, then at the end, you saw, there was like, you was in space, a picture from space, and you saw the nuclear missiles flying all over the world, and it exploded. I saw the one Dominatrix after that. Dominatrix was hot though. Was hot yeah, I think that's why most people watched it, yeah, especially the boys. She was, she was I was 16 at the time, of course I'm going to watch yeah. it. <laughs> I, I only was 18. Yeah. At that point. I don't know if I've met you yet. It came out in the summer, so I met you in September. So I you. Yeah, because I was when the induction yeah. for the college started. Yeah. I fucking hate that film. It's so boring. There was just nothing to it. There was nothing to that film at all. I do wanna I do wanna see Terminator Terminator Six. But with one caveat. If they've stuck if they've they have stuck with with a storyline that makes sense. If they fuck that up then it won't go down well. Um, I'll say it off camera. Right. But, yeah, that's, that's just... I mean... Changing subjects from films. Yeah, this is going to be... This is... Um, we can do that now. Um, we'll wrap it and then that'll be it. Because we went on a well, because we went on a slight detour speaking about something else again, again which is already the way. Um, <coughs> my week, I'll sum it up as briefly as I can. Um, I've been doing alright. Um, I mean myself, for the past few days, now I've been like a flipping vampire, been staying in. Um, I had, I, um, got feedback from the job interview, at his, at his place of work, basically didn't get it. Um, claiming I didn't have enough experience when I did. But I uh, um, asked him about the mental health. Uh, what a joke. Um, I've got another job offer, but I'm not taking it. Because I'm not, I'm not doing door to door. You've done that before. 
I've done that before and it's shit. Especially with me having tattoos, I'm, I don't want to go up to some other pig's house and, and, and accidentally give him a heart attack. Not gonna happen. It's no, just, but, it's but, just, but, <laughs> I, but I wonder, but you know, thinking the, from their point of view, the way I see it, right? The way I see it, why you don't want to take it is because of your anxiety. Well, yeah, that's a big one. I mean, because I wouldn't want to push, I don't want push, you know, the OAP don't, wouldn't, don't know me, so all they'll see is some guy walking up, tattoos. No, but you know, I I don't you know I don't want to cause someone a heart attack just because I walked up. Just, like, just say it's your anxiety. But it's but, your anxiety. Going up to people, knocking on doors that you don't know. I can't I can't even stay in one place long enough. No. It's out that no. So I'm not taking that. Um. I've been applying for applying for work near enough every day. Obviously, there are days where I don't, because obviously I'm not in the mood. Which I tell my advisor whether he likes it or not. Um, I've been doing meditation. I've done it twice so far. And it's got a, a fairly good success rate, it takes time. but it was anything, you know. Patient. Yeah. Um. No. You can't expect to just sit there, close your eyes, mm. and then go. Nothing's working. No. Some people probably do. I mean, you've got to give it like five, ten minutes tops, maybe even twenty, depending how all over your mind is. Yeah. And it usually takes me about fifteen, twenty minutes to totally get clear of all the crap from my in my mind, and then I just feel myself like floating <coughs> space, so to speak. <coughs> suddenly I have no thoughts. <coughs> suddenly I have no thoughts floating in my mind. Suddenly it feels empty, but in a good way. And then I just, I'm just there. It's just nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's meditation. Um, you lose yourself. Last week, um, Tuesday or the Wednesday, I believe, I did, I did two videos. Um, or should I say, I went live twice on Instagram. Uh, the first one was I just talked about how I was feeling yeah, I for 15 minutes. Um, when I was talking, my uh, one of my cousins popped in. Um, which is a bit strange. Um, because none of my, cause none of my cousins know about my mental health. Well, one of them knows now. Um, is that, 
I didn't even, I didn't even recognise him. But he said hello, because I'm like, oh shit. Asked about, asked how he was, how his family is. Not that I care, really. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Right? I'm sorry if that sounds hot or sounds hot, but I don't. I care, but I don't care. Um. Um. Yes, Again, about ten minutes later, After gone. and no, I went up to my room, and then I went live again, and I spoke about um, Nicola Tesla for an hour. Um, which I'm thinking, um, if. Don't for it. Fuck. Um. Whenever we come to film, you know, a podcast, mm-hmm. maybe incorporate Instagram live into it. Yeah. Okay. As well. Yeah. Like so, they get to be involvement. Yeah. Um. Obviously, if you're not, if you if you're not. Um, social media savvy, which I know most people aren't, then, then don't worry, you'll still have the videos, but I'm trying to incorporate... Is that what that phone's for? But I was going to do it, but I thought, no, because it would have taken... We'll do it... It was halfway through the video anyway. Eh? It was halfway through the video anyway. Yeah, and it wouldn't We'll try and incorporate it when we do the Titanic. Next time. Um, what else should I do? What about Facebook Live as well? Um, we can we can mix it up. up. Do it on my phone. So we could have uh, YouTube here, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, we'll we'll test that and we'll see how it goes. Obviously, because we don't want to commit to anything. Because obviously, you know, yeah. we don't have we don't have a lot of time. Okay. So, um, what? What else did I do? Oh yeah. Um, third day, gone. I went and got my. I went and got a ta- new tattoo. Semicolon. Huh? Semicolon. Yeah. Do you know the meaning? Yes. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I will educate you a bit with my 70s style microphone. That's what I noticed. Looks like it's from the top of the pot Um A semicolon isn't just used in book form. Right? It can be explained the same way. And also, it's not just. It, a semicolon can be used to end a sentence. But an author chooses not to. The, the quote is I could have 
I could have ended my life, but I chose not to. Yeah, because the semicolon, right? You know, and like I said, it's got more meaning than, to it than people realise. It's two sent. It's two sentences right, put into one large sentence. So the genius thing about that tattoo is the first part of the sentence. That's where your life would have ended. Yeah. That's why there's a full stop there. Yeah. But on the top of the full stop. Okay. Bottom of the full stop, can't get confused there. Right? Is a comma. Which carries on the sentence. And that is the great thing about the tattoo is because it can be used for a metaphor for life. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, everybody that suffers from depression, everybody that that has this voice inside their head telling them to, to, to commit suicide, to do to do this thing that they don't want to do. But this this voice manipulates their mind into thinking perhaps this would be the right way to go about things. Yeah. And but we still wake up every day. We still brave this storm. We still go through this pain inside our heads every day because we know that we have a life to live and this semicolon I guess is I've had, I've had that effect, the semicolon effect for the past few weeks uh, every day my every day my life through that day tonight has ended with a semicolon I wanted to end my life. I wanted to not be here anymore because I feel like I'm a waste of life. I feel like I'm a waste of space. And I guess the semicolon effect has done well for me in, in a way. You know, perhaps I should get it done. And like, not to say that. All of my tattoos that, I ha that I've got don't have meaning. They do, but I feel that the, sem that the semicolon I had done recently has more meaning, not only to me but to others. And for a small tattoo, it has more it has a lot of meaning. And it, you know, it's prolonging the awareness, you know, because this is our life. You know, whether people want to accept that or not, then that's their prerog their prerogative, and I don't really care about them because, you know, they're not in my remit you know to, to care about you know, also another post I put on Instagram is mental health mental health suffers are stronger than stronger than people think which we are, we are yeah we have to care for our, we have to try and care for our families you know 
we have to try, we have to, we have to try and care for family, for friends, or anyone else that's deemed worthy enough of our care. No, so, but that's my week summed up. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this video, even though it's been <laughs> here and there. But that's what you're gonna get with me, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we will be back some point next week. Don't know what day yet, but we'll let you know. Um, I hope you enjoy the nice weather where you are. Um, yeah, um, or have a good night if it's night time where you are. Um, if you're if you're watching the game tonight, um, don't be upset if we don't win. Yeah. Um, if you don't care, if you don't, if you're not bothered about football, then obviously, you know, this doesn't mean anything to you. But um, James Rodriguez is playing. Um, yeah, so ever since 2014 World Cup, it's gone downhill for me. Uh, but you know, he tried to reignite his career in Bayern Munich, but he hasn't really gone to plan. But no. We'll see. He might turn it on against us, and if he does, watch out for him because he can be a really, really good player. But he's one of their better players. Yeah, but whether or not it turns up or not, that's a question, but, but that's, by the by, um, like I say, um, thanks for joining, um, be sure to like the video, subscribe, um, comment, let us know how, how you be feeling regarding your mental health, how do you cope, that sort of thing. Um, and we will see you next time. See you later, guys. See you soon, guys. Bye. Have a good day.